You are listening to The Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium, produced by The Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trans channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Lumineers, welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast style. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, the everyday medium. I am in studio with Darshna Patel of Unscripted Way. And today we're going to be talking about attune to your higher self. But before we get into that, I do have some housekeeping notes. If you'd like to know what we're up to over here in Atlanta, Georgia, do check out my website, jamiebutlermedium.com, and sign up for the newsletter. If you love these short, really precise classes, head over to Learn It Live. We are hosting new classes every month. Type in Jamie Butler, and you can see the list of classes that are up and coming and ones that you can already purchase. And Lumineers, we have Luma Summit coming up in October, October 19th through the 21st. That's here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Center for Love and Light. That will be in our new event space. I know we start renovating, let's see, next week. Let's get busy on expanding. Speaking of expanding, Darshna Patel, give a shout out. What's up? There she is. You're looking great with your new haircut today. Thanks. I it like this little good. wave you have up on your forehead. It's my antenna. You know, like on the back of the car, the antenna looks like a shark fin. I just had to go with it today because my hair was not laying down. And I was it like, wasn't oh, obeying? It just to be up. No. So I was like, okay, antenna's up today. Okay, so you're raising your vibes by raising your hair? I guess so. That's excellent. I just had to yield. <laughs> you had to yield to your hairstyle. That's what okay. happens when you got Indian curly hair. <laughs> I would not know at all. I am the, your like opposite. Okay. You came in studio today. We knew we were going to talk about some expansive awareness stuff, but you threw down this word to attune. And that was something that you were hanging on to. In fact, Lumineer, she was pacing in the office. She had to get her phone out. She had to check in with Webster and Wikipedia and everything just to make sure that that was the most perfect word you could find. So I wanted to know first why you were like attaching to that one singular word. Yeah, um, I attached to the word attune because it's not, um, you know, sometimes we get these ideas or these words and we're like, oh man, that was brilliant and it's not mine. So then we can't remember it. So a tune came to me in a channeling that I was doing, you know, in my meditations, and I got the download of the word a tune. And for me, that's been the muscle that I've been personally working on is attuning to my core source vibration, that unique vibrational signature that makes me uniquely me in this incarnation, which is, you know, my divine expression. So attuning to that frequency is what I'm here to share with anyone I come in contact with is holding that space of attuning to our unique vibrational pulsation or signature. I have a question. When we're attuning to our own unique frequency, do we have to be aware of its higher health, wealth, and purpose frequency? Or is it really just attuning into the now, which could be 
sick with a stomach flu or in, I know, an earworm, a song that you can't get out of your head that is happening to me today. Everybody does. Oh, now. why? Why? <laughs> Talk about pacing around. You've been pacing around like, I can't why? get that song oh out my, of my head. It's haunting me. <laughs> and that's what these words do sometimes. You know, when you get an in- intuitive insight or download and you're like, I yeah. can't get that out of my head because it's like your source vibration, your core impulse is going, hey, Jamie. I need you to listen to this. I need you to listen to this. Hey, listen to this. And so it replays over and over and over. And so what we're doing now in our collective expansion is coming back to our core vibration without all the noise and the pollutants in the field. And that's what I'm realizing now is as a vibrational being, Mm. our work is to know our core vibration, which is what meditation offers. Meditate ion. Ion is a charge of energy to meditate. The etymology is to measure. Like, guys, these are the downloads I'm getting lately is the the vernacular of the flow of energy. So meditate ion, meditation, is to measure the charge of energy in our field, which shows up as emotions, emote ions. So we're spitting out these emotions that are either telling us we're building momentum towards our source flow, we're feeling good, or there's a resistance, a depression, depress ion when we're not allowing the flow of our true expression. So all of these things are just coming through me now because I'm living and walking this journey of being as authentic as I can be. And that comes from a place of deep self-love and allowing all these old patterns to really unearth and go, yeah, that doesn't serve me anymore. Did you just get to the root of how emotions are created and felt by a person yeah so this is the kind of deep stuff that's do we just need to call every scientist in the world and just say excuse me but Darshna Patel here she's got it figured out I'm hoping that happens because I feel uh, Jamie I really feel strongly about this information so get this I mean so in this model that is coming together I have a visual that I'm working on that reconnects us with the flow of source vibration within each and every one of us. We're all fractals of one core vibration in this density, right? In this, what we call dimension. And as we connect with that source vibration, and really it's allowing it, it's already there, obviously because we're a fractal of this source energy. As we allow that vibration, which incidentally sounds like ohm because that is the vibration of this dimension and so as we reconnect with that core vibration what it allows us to do is understand the role of emotions in bringing us back to that source what keeps us out of that source flow is Mm. cognition cognitive ion the beliefs Mm -hmm. that shape our perception Mm -hmm. The perceptive So, you know, we say beliefs are the union of thought and emotion, of cognition and emotion. So every emotion is saying, hey, your belief is supporting your source flow. Or, hey, this thought that you're having right now, this cognitive impulse is blocking mm-hmm. that flow of source. It's creating resistance. So now we get to really unpack our beliefs by tapping into emotions. That's something I can stand behind 100%. Looking at people's belief systems, how it's trapping them to stay in the same patterning, the same repetition, the same box. 
you know, they think they're looking outside of the box because they get an aha moment or a clever intuitive hit, which they might call a bright idea, something of that nature. But it's really just a, a, a glimpse of what they can be doing outside of a belief system. But D, how does somebody walk around and exist without a structure of belief systems? Or, or, I got it, is it that they're existing with a belief system that is so flexible, the structures aren't set or firm? Bingo. That's it it? right there. So yes, Jamie, that's it right there. We're meant to be expansive in our belief systems because everything is actually true. It's all a fragment of truth. Any belief out there is still part of truth, which is source vibration, but it's just, uh, there's polarity, there's duality, there's this contrast Mm -hmm. that helps us have the experience of what's truthful to us as individuals, which then shapes the collective vibration. So beliefs to me are meant to be malleable and permeable because how we know what we know is what a belief is and as we step out of our limited mental models Mm -hmm. our ontological design the neural patterning of the brain as we transcend that with our own intuitive sense right beyond the mind there's this 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 flow I mean you tap into it all the time when you're like huh I wasn't thinking that thought where did that come from that Right. Feels like the right direction. That impulse, that I'm pulse, I'm pulse. We're all vibrations of light. So that information comes streaming in. And then when we allow that to trickle in, then it it tells the mind, oh, you're kind of limiting your expression in some way through this belief. Let's try something new in this case. Let's try that new food. You might like it. You think you don't like it. And then you try it. You're like, oh, damn, that's good. So right there, your belief begins to shift and expand in small ways and sometimes big ways. And then your your whole world changes. But how do we get into the habit or the consistent action of changing our belief systems, recognizing we need to change our belief systems when our entire world is kind of run by this marketing culture of this is the best thing. This is what you need to take. This is what you need to buy. This is what you need to believe in. This is the way to eat, to heal, to be better. They're giving us, you know, the structure to grab hold of. Right. And then once you recognize the structure, you see the game and you can stop playing that game. So that's the key is knowing that we're being programmed. Culture, cult. You don't think you're part of a cult. You're part of so many cults. Every culture you associate yourself with has beliefs. That's the purpose of culture is to propagate, propagate ion. Propagation of beliefs happens through culture. So you're being seasoned. You're being simmered in all of these, these different simmered. beliefs. And it's, it's, it's patterning your brain. But then once you go, ooh, okay, I see what's happening now. Then you get to step into this next layer of consciousness. Okay, well, how are you seeing it? How are you waking up? To our listeners, how do you say to them, here's how you can wake up? I would say, look at the information, the informant ion that you are ingesting every day. The ingestion of information, informant ion. What do you allow to trickle into your field of energy and how does it feel to you? When you look at the uh, news, does it feel like noise to you or does it feel like truth? When you're talking to a friend, how are you feeling in that conversation in that conversant ion that's a you know we're, we're engaging light with light how does that light feel to you if it doesn't vibrate with you if it doesn't resonate with you if it's not feeling attuned to your flow it doesn't need to be in your emergent reality anymore so it's a feeling of mm, this doesn't feel satisfying or huh this feels satisfying okay so you're saying if we can tap into how we're feeling 
and identify that and stick to what maybe feels good. Can I put the word feels good on Absolutely. it? Absolutely. That then that helps us wake up to our belief systems. Yes. Okay, what about that turning into a very self-fulfilling action? Isn't that going to just feed our little egos? Like, oh, I'm only going to do what feels good to me? Imagine if people did what feels good to them without impacting negatively to others, we'd have a pretty damn happy world. It would be a self-actualized world. So what's happening in the culture right now is we're being primed to always be in reaction mode, react ion, right? We're always patterned to react a certain way, whether it's marketing or politics. Yeah, I was going to say, have you noticed in the news, even my husband was talking about it. He's like, every day there's breaking news. We look like three years ago, it used to be a few like months would go by and then all of a sudden breaking news, some weather disaster, something happened and we all paid attention and we were out to, we were allowed to like rally our emotions towards that or give healing. Now every day you turn on the TVs, breaking news. Yes. This person burped. Breaking <laughs> news. This person drove a car. Breaking news. This and it's celebrity out. was wearing this top to get even with the <laughs> ex-boyfriend. Like really? Breaking That's news. Breaking news. Yeah, what color was it? (laughs) And so, you know, when the primal brain, exactly, we're being tripwired to react to all this noise, which is then keeping our primal brain, right, the amygdala, totally in control. So we're in survival mode. How can we have higher thought? How can we connect with the truth of who we are when we are in reaction mode? So, guys, watch what you're ingesting in terms Mm. of information Anything in your field of energy is vibrating your cells in some way. If it doesn't feel good, maybe it's time to cut it out of your life or to go, huh, okay, five minutes of this. Let me see how I feel. Mm, doesn't feel so good. I'm going to choose a different thought. So what that does, it begins to empower you to break the cycle of being in reaction mode. And then you get to step into the free, uh, the prefrontal cortex, right? We're engaging higher thought then, which then reshapes, remolds the neurology of the brain, those neural pathways become yours to architect. Like you can be self-authoring moment to moment be versus being handed the script by culture. So it's pretty much every experience around you, every emotion is energy for nutrition. Yes. Ener- energy for nutrients, nourishment of the whole self. It's meant to be nourishment, but often we're polluting oh. our energy fields with a bunch of shit. Well, tell me about it. I, I want to go back to the, the statement you made about doing what feels good to you without negatively impacting someone else or the other environment. You know, ha- that's another type of awareness. Yeah. How, how do we balance that? I mean, I know I have systems in line for myself, and I teach a lot of this in my classes and workshops, but... How do you see it, and and how do you do it for your own self? Great question. So this practice of evolution, evolute ion, right, we're all in Mm. it together, is about interconnection. And I think that's the next level of consciousness that we're all awakening to, is the idea that we're not individuals, we're individuals in an interconnected society, in a civilization. I feel like pausing and like taking a lap around the table and doing some high fives. Like, it's all about interconnection and we're tethered together by a web of energy. We are vibrational beings and it's all energy. So the energy is flowing in and around us. Like it's some serious Star Wars shit. Like this is the force (laughs) that we're feeling and we're all interconnected. We're weaving a tapestry individually 
which then affects the collective. So when we open our hearts to the interconnection, we can do no harm to others. And when harm is done, we say, why was that infraction committed? What was the source of that person's Mm -hmm. injury in their upbringing, which would cause them to even do this? What is it in the culture, in this cult, that is perpetuating harm to oneself or other? Like, why is that belief even there? Why is this action there in service to some belief? But I bet if we got rid of the idea of scarcity, most crimes would not be committed because we're self-actualized at that point. And it might feel like utopia and like an out there that's wonderful thinking dream, but in my mind, it's it, it can be done. I've got 20 years of corporate. I know that anything is possible. I know from a vibrational standpoint, all this is very logical. If we step out of our damn logical brains and we start infusing the intuitive side of it as well, we're entrenched and steeped in our own thinking that we don't know how to step out of it. Once we do, anything becomes possible. Bust out that spiritual whip. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired that I'm enlivened, that there is hope. And, and it, it's up to each and every one of us to, to be vibrationally responsible. So what I'm hearing you say is that if each person can, in their decision making and what situation they're in, look at who's going to be receiving the energy that they're putting out as a reflection of themselves, that that would help them navigate the... I'm doing what feels good to me and I am not posing or pushing harm or distraction or energies that don't that aren't congruent into my environment. Beautifully stated. Yes, because it is the congruency is about harmony. We're in a state of harmonization. When we look at nature, when you're walking through the woods, things seem to get along just fine, right? Yeah, and we cool. as organisms are part of that ecosystem, that interconnection. Nature screams interconnection. It knows, it works with really? uh, us oh. little limited thinking humans, but well, there's so much to learn from it that we are meant to be part of that interconnected way of living. And so how could we do harm to one another? I'm, I'm smiling because I was just about to ask you, what do you think nature thinks of kudzu? <laughs> Here in the South, we have an invasive vine. It's actually edible. It's very nutritious. Uh, but most people don't do that. They just see it as this big weed. And it overtakes our trees, treetops. It can kill forests. It's insane. Do they see that, like, kudzu as the bully in the forest? They probably <laughs> do. And then if we go back to the source, the kudzu was brought over from, I believe, Japan. Yeah, Asia. Right? So then it was, it was transplanted in an environment, in conditions that were not actually suited for it. And so that, kudzu is a great example of imbalance when humans intervene with nature's natural progression. And we're like, we'll use this plant over here for this need. It's the Band-Aid that got out of hand and festered into a big <laughs> yeah, Can you issue? call my neighbor and talk to her about her kudzu, please? Cause <laughs> Get some goats. <laughs> I don't think they can climb that high. <laughs> I'd have to sneak at the, the goats into my neighbor's yard. Get it at the roots. That's the, that's the thing for with kudzu, right? If you kill the roots. Yes. As deep you as have they to need pull to them go. Up. Mm -hmm. So I guess the, the roots to the human person would be their emotions. Exactly. You have to get straight to their emotions. Dig them up. <laughs> so that they can now be attuned to their core true self. A full circle, because that's unearthing. That's the word I use. We're unearthing our deepest patterns right now. Yes. Can we call those people who do the assisted work, like spiritual Kudzus. goats? <laughs> <laughs> the 
spiritual goats. Yeah. Just pull, pulling emotions up by the roots. Oh, Lumineers, I wish you could see Colleen. Kudzu annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> With the spiritual goats. <laughs> yeah. I like that visual. It's keeping me on track with this nice <laughs> smile. Oh, that's, uh, that's amazing. And it's a lot of information that I can listen to. But at the same time, it's giving me this, yeah. We've got room to grow and stretch and allow change to come in. So I like having these throwdown conversations with you and, and how you're seeing the shifts in your life. It's, it's helping all of us. And um, I want to thank you tremendously for being here and tossing up this spiritual goat, spiritual whip kind of a session with us. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> And I'm going to hold you firm and doing some more podcasts with us. What do you think? I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Thank you. And Lumineers, I like to remind you, whenever you're listening to something that resonates with you, your ears perk up or you straightened up your posture and you, or you actually verbally was like, oh, oh my God, I got to hear that again. Do stop, rewind, take notes. Pen to paper is amazing. Helps you visu visualize and manifest what you're going towards. And if you resonated with what Dershna was saying, please reach out to her. You can find her at unscriptedway.com. She has private sessions. Are you still doing private sessions? Oh, you can I edit sure this am. out. Jessica. Yeah, doing private sessions. So one-on-one -on -one, uh, energy work. We're just tapping right into your unique vibrational frequency, attuning the entire field to that, and all these distortions just start to harmonize away. What else this is off record what else do you want to share with the lumineers about either what you're working on or what you're doing yeah so i'm working on this model i call ionation ion it ion and so it will be a model for being in the flow it's the technology of flow uh so as that comes to fruition hopefully by the end of the year look out for some products and services and training around that that'll be up on your website eventually and uh, it will have its own domain as well are you back on facebook uh i don't post very often you know social media has become a bit overwhelming for me again going back to that information overload i pop on there every now and then but yeah it's uh, facebook you can find me at unscripted way how do you manage that with the social media I don't have any notifications on my phone, not for email, except um, aside from text messaging and an occasional phone call, I really don't have any push messaging. I pull the information when I'm ready to look at it. I like that. Yeah, I'm teetering on that balance as well. All right, Lumineers, thank you for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Be well, and remember, it's not woo-woo, it's true-true. And... Raise the vibe. <laughs>